0: Hi, I'm Ari. I'm Nick. Hi,
1: uh, <laughs> I'm Ari.
0: I'm Nick. And I'm Ray Star Wars. Good job. Very applicable. Hey.
2: Good Thank you. Topical. Um, Relevant. Hilarious. Beautiful.
1: A great uh, name, just know. like that other alien's name in that movie. That is an excellent name, Wesley. Thank you. An excellent uh, name. And welcome to an excellent episode of Postpone. That's right, boys. It's 16. It's the sweet 16. Woo-hoo! The first episode of season 2. 16 candles, baby. Yeah, we're here. This podcast old enough to drive.
0: <laughs>
1: mhm. We're going to talk about movies, we're going to talk about news, maybe a little data storage, who knows. We never Ooh, know. Who
0: does not? <laughs> Nick only Nick knows.
1: Only I know and I will not say. But <laughs> We're getting into season two. We've gotten into the swing of things. We know how the podcast works now. I'd say so. We know how the podcast works. We don't know how the podcast works. We never know whether to introduce I'd say the we have story grown, first or our opinions. <laughs>
0: yeah. We have grown as hosts immensely. Unpre- yeah, immensely yes. to We've unprecedented really bonded
1: levels. And just, you know, gotten to know each other. And yeah. I really, Ever I Ever met... since
0: I met you guys, you know, 30 episodes ago, sorry, yeah. 15 episodes 30 ago, 30
1: episodes ago. <laughs> Ne- okay. Episode I have no 15. clue what we're doing. Let's just go into it. Let's do we're, it. We're we're doing we're doing things a little differently starting in season two. We're we're getting a bit more organized. We're trying to trying to do this professionally. So instead of me reading all of the news topics, we've kind of divvied them up a little so that each of us will introduce certain news topics and we'll be able to have a, a proper discussion about them. So I don't actually Maybe. know who's starting us off though. Whichever I am, one of actually. you wants to talk about. are you? <laughs> Yeah, okay.
0: Nick, didn't you read the show notes? Yeah. <laughs> didn't you read the script?
1: Ari, would you like to tell us about our first piece of news today?
0: Yeah, and we're starting off somber this episode, because first news is Baby Peggy, child star of silent films, dies at 101 years old.
1: Mm, yes, yes. Uh, Ari, it seems to me you have not read this article yet.
0: <laughs> Ari, please tell us more. Okay.
2: Did she (laughs) die as a 101-year-old baby? I think that's a spoiler. (laughs) A spoiler for her life.
1: Uh, her name is Diana Carey she was the last silent film star that is why she is famous yeah I can't say that she was the last person to ever be in a silent film
2: the last there might star. have been
1: like an actual baby somewhere along the way uh-huh. but she is the last person who was like billed at the top on silent things she was in uh, 150 short films over a three-year period with a $1. <laughs> $1. 1.5 million dollar salary per year now this is 1.5 million. In 1920, yeah. 1920s money. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. $22 million now. So imagine you're a toddler and you're making $22 million a year. However, her, her dad got in an argument with uh, whichever group she was signed up to, whichever studio. They canceled her contract. And then they bought a ranch in Wyoming in 1929, like weeks before the stock market crash. So they lost all of their money, moved to Wyoming to live on a ranch, Her last film appearance was in 1938 at the age of 20, so she had not been in a film for 83 years when she died. So, yeah. What a tragedy that stock market crash was. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Piece of history lost, I guess. I just wish I could have connected with it more. Uh, I wish I could have met her, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: You wish you could connect to it more.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I meant, like, no, connect to the topic more. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'm
1: glad. I, I I'm glad you Stone ask Cold.
2: about movies. She's in Ari because my recommendation for this week is that <laughs> not one oh. of her movies. <laughs> oh, oh.
0: Um, speaking of movies, yeah.
1: well, well, she got she got a good innings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. hundred and one, three. Who knows? hundred and one is it? Yeah. hundred and one of... Dalmatians.
0: <laughs> speaking of Disney, did they did did they, did Disney do that? Yeah, they did. Didn't they? Sure, we'll go
2: with that. And speaking of Disney. It is important that we note that Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, uh, has died at the ripe old age of one hundred one. Of one (laughs) hundred (laughs) one, which is why he's stepping down as Disney CEO. You know, as as a result of he can't really fulfill his duty anymore in the afterlife. uh, um,
0: Effective immediately. Um, Yeah. All joking aside, he has actually retired. Yes.
1: So who has he been replaced with? Do you know? Another guy named Bob. It's Bob Bob Chappick. Star Wars. <laughs> it's a really fitting title. It's like the guy that runs Nintendo being like Doug Bowser, Bowser or whatever yeah. his name is. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um, so it says effective immediately. That's a lie. He's gonna be chairman through twenty twenty one. Well, that's not but CEO. Yeah, I guess that's true. He might not be CEO anymore, but he'll still be. You know, he's still involved. He's not retiring from Disney. He's just not CEO, you know. Transition period. Uh Uh-huh. But their stock did take a hit from it. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of stock, in 1929, the stock market crashed. Damn. (laughs) A cyclical news
2: segment. (laughs) Speaking of, an 101 silent film star (laughs) has died. You want to talk about Bob Iger?
1: Uh, not, well, not, do we want great? to talk about Bob Bye Iger?
2: I don't think there's much to say. He likes money. He's
1: just a guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's any how C- money works. Any
2: Disney CEO would probably like money.
1: Yeah, I assume that's CEOs just how... CEOs tend
2: to do that.
1: He did, He's not
2: like, as... Is, is he the one who, like, cock-blocked a lot of Marvel projects, or was that someone else?
1: Uh, it's possible. I think like it he was he someone else, maybe. Under what? his rule, quote-unquote. Um, <laughs> During the Iger uh, regime. It is a
0: kingdom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Disney stock has, like, more than tripled, uh-huh. so that's good. I don't know if that's a result of him so much as they own Marvel and Star Wars.
2: Yeah. Um, and also they, they started during the stock market crash, so they were doomed to fail of 1929.
1: I feel like I've got a sneeze, like, stuck in my body, and I, I don't want to move on like, until I like, get it out. Let it let out, it go. Bro.
0: Let, let it go. Yeah, speaking
1: of let it go, Disney's CEO program. Bob Iger.
0: Speaking of let it go, Disney's 101 Dalmatians. Speaking in of Miami. letting it go, uh, we
2: have to let it go that a 101 star <coughs> has. has, has... <laughs> What? Okay, I
1: don't know. This what is what happens when you anymore. let us
0: do news, Dick. Yeah,
1: maybe this was a terrible idea. Maybe
0: you should cut half of that speaking
1: of things being cut too short the life of a 101 <laughs> silent films all right we're moving on from these two mo- news topics we're getting into something we can talk about a little bit more something right. we can discuss let's go. now Spicy. i did not send you to this news so this should come as a surprise at least to so Ari. this is like this is new news then uh like, this is news from news. six because days ago we don't know about
2: it we don't know about it so it's newer well news.
1: this this literally happened on friday Okay, this is old news. (laughs) But it happened after we finished the last episode, and we also didn't do news last episode. So I think we should talk about it, because it's something that I figure that we might be able to discuss a little. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you heard... Billie Eilish's James Bond song? No, ew, disgusting. Blech. Actually? Um, You're asking for my opinion. Well, remember, at some point I said, oh, that song was actually pretty good, and I have to stick to my opinion that I gave out before the song was released. (laughs) You don't
2: have to stick to your opinion about it. You you said many opinions during the course of that episode, that was the point. It's just it's music. Yeah, it sounds it's like better a Bond than Sam song.
1: Smith. Yeah. Not as good as Radiohead. Radiohead who did not actually make Well they made it, they just didn't use it. Speaking of not making it <laughs> <laughs> Neither did baby Princess Yoda.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, god. Are we insensitive?
1: This is horrible. What are we doing? <laughs> Cut it. Cut it off. I thought we were going to start season two strong, and then I remembered we're Cut literally it. the same people. Nothing has changed. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cut it off. Okay,
2: and we're ready to talk about news.
1: Yes. So, Parasite won the best picture. I'm sure you all this know is not this. not news. No, 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 no. I'm building into it. I'm transitioning. Parasite won Best Picture. Some people are happy about that. Some people might not be happy about that, including one man oh, you've yes. probably never heard of, Donald J. Trump. That's not recent news. That's very old news. It, it's up to interpretation. And he—I'm he, not trying to incite a political discussion. I'm inciting a movie discussion because he said, uh, and I quote— And the winner
2: is a movie from South Korea. What the hell was that all about? We got enough problems with South Korea with trade. On top of it, they give him the best movie of the year. Was it good? I don't know. You know, I'm looking for, like, where, where? Let's get Gone
1: with the Wind. Can we get, like, Gone with the Wind back, please? Sunset Boulevard. So many, so many good movies. movies. And the winner is from South Korea. I thought it was best foreign film, best foreign movie. Did this ever happen before? I don't know.
0: So. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He says, I don't know that many times. That was a direct quote. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He says it at least twice. Is it um, good? I don't know, but it shouldn't <laughs> win. <laughs> he clearly didn't see this movie. Uh-huh. That's not what I'm trying to lead into. I'm trying to say this brings up an interesting point. Do you think, because I, I had been considering this, I was considering bringing it up in the 15th episode when we talked about Parasite winning. Um, but I thought, you know, it was kind of a, un, an unbased conjecture. I don't speak English. Um, is it possible that the Academy, which has been known to make uh, political safe moves in the past, with like Green Book or like Shape of Water or whatever, winning over movies that are definitely a lot better? Because Wes, you did not like Shape of Water, right?
2: It was, was alright. It was not the best movie that came out that year. I've not thought of. I've not thought about it since then.
1: Yeah. I want to propose a question. Do you think it's possible that the Academy chose Parasite for non? good reasons is it possible that they chose this movie just because it's like oh to stick well, it to the orange man i i yeah basically that's what i'm asking i
2: mean like i don't know i think i've said this before i don't think that they could really coalesce around one like message to make for this because it's like if little women won then they could say that they were making a message by having the only movie that was nominated by a female director win. so like mm-hmm. I don't I don't necessarily think that like all the voters, I mean, based off like what we saw with that, like uh, the one woman who we looked at her reasoning behind her votes, I yeah. don't think they're like scheming some like big political plan when they nominate these things. Yeah, I don't think it's they posi- can organize I just, like that. I
1: feel like they always pick the safe one. And the fact that they picked the best movie of the year is interesting. <laughs> the yeah. fact they got it right for the first yeah. time. Well, that means it years. works.
0: Knowing the Academy, I wouldn't expect them to be able to... Or, like, to even care enough... Yeah. To, like, do make that kind of message. Like, a message about, you know, we accept foreign movies. Yeah. Especially, like, knowing such, like, how, like, self-absorbed the Academy is, Mm -hmm. that'd almost be something, like, the opposite of what I expect the message of them to be. Exactly. So I feel like, especially with all the other uh, nominations that Parasite has won... That I feel like they just acknowledge that it is a very good movie, and they liked it more than the
1: others. Is it possible mm-hmm. then, this is my second proposal, is it possible then that it's like another one of their we-need-to-increase-viewership type things, where it's like, not everyone saw Roma, not yeah. very many people did. Even though it was on Netflix, it was widely available. Um, whereas Parasite, I'd be hard-pressed to find someone who at least hasn't heard of it, you know? Ugh, really? I mean I feel like though I feel like that's just because we're surrounded by people who really like film. I think like Exactly, I agree. Well no, but like people in my suite that have like don't care at all for, for film as an art form. They know about the movie and some of them have even seen it just because it's like, oh, this is a movie that everyone is talking about. It's okay, very okay, rare that listen. a foreign film makes a hundred million dollars in America, you know. Okay, but listen, like I know a bunch of people who have never heard of this film. Same like,
0: yeah. great vast amounts and if they're trying to make that point, they have Joker sitting there, uh-huh. Yeah, right? That is the... If you want to, like, appeal to the masses, that's what you gotta do. Like, mm-hmm. everyone knows and cares about Joker.
1: Well, everyone knows about Joker. Yeah. Well, people I'm care about, about the it. Masses. They have opinions. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. I just... They, I feel yeah, I agree. Like... I don't think it's, like, if they wanted it to be the most popular movie that wins, it wasn't the most popular movie, even of the ones nominated. I'd, I'd say probably more people even know about like once upon a time in hollywood over Mm -hmm. oh of course i'm not saying this is the most
1: known film of the year i'm saying this movie's great and also it's the right like this is something that people know about and will support our picking of it as the best picture is this something that we can say that's it because i feel like even in years where i didn't see the best picture like i at least am aware that it exists Uh like i knew that shape of water existed Maybe not spotlight, but I also didn't really care at that point. You can name every best picture from the get go. Okay, well, maybe <laughs> I'm not the person to go off of then. But, like, still, uh, I Nick, think... what won
0: in 1947? The best years of our lives.
1: Uh, I actually don't know the 40s. Oh, yeah. Nick. Hey,
2: Nick was too busy fighting in the war. The war <laughs> spilled two years later for him.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, Goddamn, never mind. <laughs> so, I don't think so. I have no.
1: one more question then. Yeah. What precedent does this set for the academy because they can now if they're going to give best pictures to foreign things, they can't ignore these movies anymore, you know. Yeah. Because in next year if there are really good foreign films, you have to nominate that and if they're objectively better, it's going to be like, "Okay, well why did you pick Birds of Prey and not <laughs> this thing?" you know.
0: Yeah. I feel like they're gonna have a bias, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be if something's objectively better; it's just gonna be nominated. But
1: because, like, at this point, what sets the Academy apart from like Can, other than the fact Can generally picks good movies, you know? Well, Cause yeah, no one in like... America
0: knows or cares about Can, <laughs> and also Can. Everyone in America like... knows or cares about Hollywood.
1: Well, do they really care about the Academy at this point? I think so. I mean, I don't know. I think like it's like
2: it's very soon to judge. Like, I think like the Best Picture like fluctuates so wildly it's like like a lord of the rings movie won like the it's one of the most award-winning movies at the oscars it's tied for the most awards and it's a lord of the rings movie it's like even like that would never happen these days if like there was a game of thrones movie or something
1: well look i haven't seen all of the lord of the rings i'm assuming that one's pretty good Especially no, it's because, not even the
2: best one in my opinion. Well, but like, still, it's better <laughs> it's than good. some of the other things that
1: came out that year
2: that were probably nominated. yeah. But I'm just saying that like, even if I think the same movies were nominated this time, I'm not quite sure if that would have won. I think it kind of just goes in phases and mm-hmm. like follows like what's going on culturally. So yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of too
0: soon to tell. But um mm. I, I feel, I feel like they've opened the floodgates, kind of. But I mean, it's more they can of, close them like as, as is quickly it as they po- want possible. Yeah, is, is it possible for the, this foreign film to win? Yeah, now we know it definitely is. But if it, if another parasite comes along, like, a lot of people will be like, oh, you know what, this is a strong contender. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the nominee pool is going to be full of foreign films. Yeah. And even though maybe in, like, 20, 30 years, where, like, the art of film has maybe expanded or became more recognized in more different countries, mm-hmm. like, I feel like when that happens, I mean, the best... C- case of action like would be to maybe make a category best domestic film mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: but i feel i feel like it's not going to be dramatically overhauled something and we're not going to see anything like next year in terms of you know it's it's not going to be the same awards people i think still respect the academy you know so if someone's an oscar winning nom like oscar award-winning winning actor i think like people will expect that but yeah i mean there's only so much i can say yeah, I mean, yeah. if anything, an Oscar helps you get more jobs in the
2: film industry, right? So that in, yeah, in that case, it doesn't good. really matter. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also like, that it's might a be source this, of memes that might be like this, yeah, or the source of dreams. Like th- those two things might be like the single most like important takeaways from the Oscars. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, like whatever movies you like. I don't
0: <laughs> know why he wants God with the wind to win. I mean, the Lala La Land <laughs> thing a few years ago, uh, that makes me remember the Academy more. I'm sure a lot of people like. Have trouble forgetting about the Academy because shit like that happens.
1: Uh-huh. Gone with the Wind is one best picture in 39. I've seen Gone with the Wind. It's okay. It's good. <laughs> um, Maybe racist, I guess. But, like, it was the 30s. Uh-huh. I will say, though, Sunset Boulevard. Mm, I haven't seen that yet, but I've heard that's fantastic. <laughs> Didn't Ari bring that up in Mulholland Drive? Uh, He did. Yes. He said, yeah. Oh, Ari, is that you your favorite it, movie Ari? that you
0: haven't seen? No, I didn't know it was good at all. <laughs> Sunset Boulevard actually didn't
1: win uh Best Picture though. Mm.
2: So Oh, so 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 I think so so I think that Trump was saying that this should have been the year that it won finally. Yeah, like, <laughs> it
1: wait, But like actually can we bring Sunset Boulevard back? I was really rooting for that one.
0: Uh-huh. Remake. Yeah. Don't remake Lion King, remake this shit. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Parasite's a good movie. I'm happy it won. I don't really yeah. care why it won. I mean, he uh, complained about
2: the oscars last year right
1: yeah no i'm not saying that it's abnormal (laughs) there's not a lot of things he doesn't
0: complain about that's just politics on twitter that's gonna happen yeah
1: i mean i'm not saying it's abnormal for him to criticize the academy Uh awards that's not at all the news story but like
0: what does it bring up any like actual issues
1: yeah yeah i'd say nah yeah anyway speaking of east asian films that won academy awards do you guys want to talk about rashomon parasite oh
2: no data storage in this
1: no, I just... No, what? Why, why do you always want data storage news? Okay, because it's fine, data mate. storage news. What do you I Data storage and oh film review
0: podcast. Yeah. Oh, my Jesus. Did you see
2: our most recent review that this is the only
0: podcast that blends film news with data storage news? <laughs> yeah. Geez, Like, this is our niche, right? And you're taking that away from us. That's why people yeah, come. I mean, Otherwise, you think you people listen, listen to like, us for our red letter Media? Is, do they have a podcast? I don't know. No. They don't care what we have to say <laughs> about movies. All right.
1: Data storage news blockchain in Bulgaria. Dated storage oh, shit. and
0: encryption. Oh, baby. Blockchain. <laughs> blockchain. Let's go. You know, blockchain. Okay. Love that word. Real
2: talk. Blockchain is not something I've heard in a while. You know, like blockchain was really
0: hot and sexy a few years ago. And then I feel like it kind of died. Yeah, because that's when cryptocurrencies were the shit. Uh huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> but yeah. ever since, uh, you know, Bitcoin, Bitcoin went crazy Bitcoin. and then died again. Everyone forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't you know, know
1: whether to leave this in or edit it out or anything. <laughs> this I'm is the most like important part. Crisis. The most important part. Nick. Yes, Vic. Please yeah. go on. What I'm convinced heck? this is actually just what our podcast is. We're a closeted uh, data storage podcast.
0: Well, I'm I'll stepping out, baby. I'm stepping out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's coming out. Yeah. Um, Rashomon. Yes, no, to just move on to that? (laughs) Oh, that was
0: it? Okay, cool. We'll we'll compensate next time. Yeah, let's talk about Rashomon.
1: All right, so it was my recommendation this week. I recommended Rashomon by Akira Kurosawa, the 1950 film. Um, It's one of his many samurai films starring Toshiro Mifune. Um, It was the first... Which one was he?
2: The the burglar, the, the bandit. The bandit.
1: He, it mm-hmm. was the first, like, widely known Japanese film in the West. I don't know why this did really, really well in America. Um, they didn't love it in Japan. They're more like, what is this? This is just a movie. <laughs> uh-huh. um, whereas in the West, they're like, this is the finest piece of art ever made. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's on the, it's in, like, the, the sight and sound poll. It's number 10. That's pretty high up there. That is pretty high. Um, this has isn't, great isn't,
0: ratings on Tomatoes. Yeah. It is, <laughs> Fresh the second
1: highest rated film after Seven Samurai. Okay. Um, and it was also one of the first foreign films to win an Academy Award, which it won uh, an honorary award because they didn't have the foreign film category yet. And often people cite this as the reason they created the Foreign Film Aca- uh, Academy Award because they're like, okay, well, if stuff like this is coming out every year, we we just got to start awarding it. Um, it also won the Golden Lion, nice. which is an award it shares with Joker, so...
0: I mean, to be honest, these are pretty much the same movie. Yeah, yeah they sure, are really the sure. same thing.
2: Look, I've, I've said it before, Toshiro Mafine would be the best Joker. He's yeah, got a
1: great tackle. It, <laughs> it's unfortunate he's dead.
0: He does. A lot of, lot of laughing on both ends. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. So, we are going to do our opinions without spoilers first, and then I will explain the plot of the film. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, Ari. What do you think okay. of
0: this movie? <laughs> it was, it was a movie, it wasn't good, <laughs> it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't good. It made not a lot of sense at
1: times. Yeah. Oh wait, I just realized this this is your first film by this director, right? Yes, this is my first film by this director. All right. The
0: acting wasn't very good. The okay. storytelling was. Eh. The dialogue was ad- It was translated. Okay. Weirdly, this maybe that unexpected. might be what it was—the translation. But mm-hmm. where, it's where just... did you
1: watch it? Can I ask that? Where'd I watch it? In my bed. You <laughs> 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 traveled saying, to uh, feudal on... Japan. I downloaded it
0: via. I downloaded it mm. via the Apple TV.
1: Oh, so you okay? So you got like an actual real translation
0: version. then? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I watched the crackers. I always version. watch real versions, Nick. Oh, okay. What are you uh, talking about? All uh, right. No, Wesley, yeah. What do you think about this movie then? What
2: I think, I thought it, was, I thought it was, you know, pretty uh-huh. good. And I think, I think, like, I probably will agree with Ari on some of the story stuff. Especially towards the end, it seems kind of muddled in terms of his, its message. But I do think it is a very well-made film. And I do mm-hmm. enjoy the acting. I understand that if you haven't seen Toshiro and Mifune before, you'd be like, "What the heck? This guy's just dancing around and laughing all over this place." Yeah, that's yeah, what he does.
1: I was definitely gonna bring that up. Uh
2: huh. But um, yeah, yeah. No, I think I think Ari might be onto something that the script and story might not be its strongest parts. But I think like the mm-hmm. visual style is still really good, um, and I enjoyed it. It felt like a noir movie, which was really interesting. It's kind of yeah. got, like, a femme fatale and all that. Um, Side yeah.
1: note, I'm definitely... I took some notes uh, for later films with some of the framing they use in here. It's really great. I think it's very noir-esque, like you say.
2: Uh-huh, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think for me, uh, I thought it was, like, pretty good. Best part was mm-hmm. the visual style.
1: Yeah, all right. I'd
2: say the best
0: part was the visual style as well.
1: So... I I have done something interesting here this is a film I have seen only once before Um, this is by my absolute favorite director ever Um, and it's been a very long time since I've seen this film so I figured I'd revisit it I consistently loved Seven Samurai when I watched that again I loved Ron when I watched that again I loved Yojimbo when I watched that again so I thought I'd love Rashomon when I watched it again Um, I think I share somewhat both of your opinions when I say, I think this is a very well-made movie that I don't love nearly as much as the other ones that he's made. And I feel very bad because Ari's introduction to my favorite director has (laughs) been, uh, a film that I think has merit, but definitely is not his best. I'd say it's like just barely out of his top five, like maybe six or seven, Mm. um, But, yeah, I think we'll definitely have a lot to talk about here um, because I'm going to have to to somehow defend a director that I like (laughs) and also criticize a film that I didn't love. Um, Don't get me wrong. I do think it is very well done. I love the acting in it. Um, I like the camera setups quite a bit. I think visually it's very interesting. And I think it's pretty well edited. Um, Kurosawa does his own editing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I say that he with the exception wipes. that, yeah, he likes his wipes. He likes cutting on on movement. I've seen that every frame of painting video. Um, <laughs> I will say there's like some audio mistakes in the editing and like the final scene, which is kind of weird.
2: Yeah. Um. I will also say but... that like when they're having a sword fight, I maybe just like more modern stuff, but it's like uh-huh. I think there could have been some more like clanging with the metal blades. It felt yeah. kind of fake.
1: Uh-huh. I, I think that, like, this is interesting to view as this is one of the first... I mean, it's not the first Samurai film he made, um, but it's one of the first, like, good movies that he made really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that Seven Samurai came out, like, four years after this is incredible to me, though. Yeah. Um, that's insane. But... Anyway, we can start talking about this film now. I'm very fascinated to find out that Ari didn't love it, because that means we'll we'll be able to have some discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, Spicy. So, yeah, I guess I'll talk about the plot then. Spoilers I wish I from took here more on notes. out.
2: I took no notes. Yeah, Sorry. neither did I. I just okay. kind
1: of... It's short enough that I kind of remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, we, we start out in the destroyed gate known as the Rashomon of some city uh and two guys are sitting there one of them is takashi shimura who's the only other japanese actor i can name he's the the lead samurai in seven samurai he's yeah i, I recognize it. Yes. he he's definitely a lot more subtle with his acting style than mifune is was he the quiet guy he is the quiet guy he's the one like this is the worst thing that's ever happened in the history of humanity uh-huh um
0: yeah. but so beautiful beautiful
1: he comes across some guy... So he's
0: not, he's not the older one who like actually saw the shit happen. No, 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 he no. is he the is older, older one. one. That is he is the older one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah.
1: So uh, they're hanging out in the rain there, and um, this guy shows up, and he's like, oh, what are you two pouting about? And he's like, I've witnessed something horrible. So he tells the story of how he found a dead guy out in the woods and ran to the police that I guess existed in feudal Japan. Um, yeah, I was about to say, I was like, I was not hear... sure where this, when this <laughs> took place when he said he was going to the police. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we hear the same story of a crime repeated from three angles at first, and then we find out a fourth one at the end. I guess I should explain actually what the crime is. So, uh, a woman was raped and her husband was murdered and the guy, uh, the bandit was found with a stolen horse and arrows. So they Which assume that he did it. Which is worse than war, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so we hear it from the perspective of a bandit played by Tashira Mifune. The wife tells a different story than him, and then a uh, medium, like uh, I think they call a medium, her a medium, yeah. I guess, tells the story from the point of view of the dead guy. It's and literally the dead guy yeah, talking. Um, the the dude that had showed up in the rain was like, "Wow, these are three really ridiculous stories. I bet you actually saw what happened because." You seem to be very upset about all this. So then the woodcutter Takashi Shimura tells his own version of the story at the very end. Uh, it's quite possible that he was also lying. So you never you never really know who to trust in this film. And then they find mm-hmm. a baby. Then that's the end of the film. <laughs> they find just a oh, baby yeah, chilling about in the that. ruins. Um, and then does that he have already the has okay. six
2: kids. And what would one more do?
1: So that is the plot of this film. Put very simply... It's not a very long film. It's it's just under an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, the point is, it's the same crime explained from three to four different points of view, and it's hard to say whose story is is the most is the actual version of the events. Uh, this is such a famous film that there is literally something known as the Rashomon effect, named after this movie. Which is uh, a term for differing eyewitness accounts and how eyewitnesses aren't really reliable just because they're on biases and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There's abs- never chosen eyewitness. Yeah, so no, it's it's like the usual suspects. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is um, one of the first Maybe. films to do kind of uh, different interpretations of events like this. It is uh-huh. mildly similar to Citizen Kane um except kurosawa was asked about this he's like i've never seen that movie i've never seen that man in my life he didn't see it until like the 60s so this movie definitely completely independent Mm -hmm. um so i guess let's just get started i i'm interested to know why ari was not such a big fan
0: there's a lot of things Mm -hmm. first off can someone please get this man a foley crew he needs (laughs) a foley crew there's like so much awkward like weird silence from things you'd want to hear in the movie. I guess that's just like maybe a product of like the time period.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But like that was that was that was frustrating. The mm-hmm. acting I was not used to from yeah. a lot of the characters. Not not just that guy. Like yeah. I can understand him being I feel like he overacted. Even though I know that was the point of his character, I feel like it was like it didn't feel right. Also this man, I, I don't get his thing. He's talking about how this is the worst thing ever. Uh, yeah. I like That's this my, other guy. My
1: biggest problem with the film is that same sort of thing of he, I don't think this is particularly worse than any other crime.
2: Yeah, me too. In fact, I think there's probably other crimes that are worse than
1: this. I think he's probably just upset that, like, he saw what he thinks happened. And he's just like, all these people, people are lied. lying.
0: That's that's that. I don't know. He's he's all oppressed and his friends oppressed And he's like, he mm. keeps talking. This is so confusing. Yeah. This is so confusing. <laughs> and he goes through three different things. I'm like, yeah, that's pretty confusing. It's like, then again, I also saw exactly what happened. Like, what
2: the hell? <laughs> but he also lied. was it confusing if you watched lied, it?
0: He lied about not taking the knife.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. He could have just spoken up in the courtroom, though, if he so, was so mad.
1: Yeah. And it's questionable why he didn't. Um, it's implied that he had stolen. He didn't want to get involved. That's fine. Knife. Yeah. He had stolen a valuable knife from the scene of the crime, and that's why he didn't speak up. I guess that's a big deal yes. in Japan. Of course. This that might makes also perfect be sense. influenced by the fact that it's you know a different time period, so it's it's hard to say like what counts as an egregious crime. Who knows? Maybe if you live in the country in Japan, like this. I mean, is apparently infidelity is
2: them. an egregious crime too for these characters.
1: Yeah. The, they're, they're, and if it's not you,
2: it, If you get forcibly, if you get forced on by a man and then, like, after f- like 10 seconds drop your knife, then that's, that's your fault.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. the like, other I thing that watching was where I was thing. like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that struck me as more of a thing than, um, that was less, uh, oh, this is a problem with the movie and more, I feel bad that I recommended this, you know? As no, the like, first when I saw that, that I'm like,
0: it was more, like, interesting about, like, I assume, which might be fairly accurate of the time frame. If not, like, it's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Like this is such a weird and, like, st- bad thing. I guess,
1: really quickly, I'll just break down each story and what's different about it just so I can make my point. Right. So, Toshiro Mifune's version of the story is that he spotted the woman walking along with her husband. She's riding a horse. And he fell desperately in love with her, or at least just thought she was attractive. Mm-hmm. So he managed to trick the husband, tie Had him the wind up
2: not been blowing that day, it would have never happened.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. I like the writing of it a lot. I think that the writing is a strong suit of the film, other than the fact that...
0: A few... I think a major... Yeah. I feel like a lot of things I don't like is just the writing.
1: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But so he... His version of the story is that he forces himself upon her, and then upon finishing she asked him to kill the husband and he has a valiant sword fight where they exchange uh swipes of the sword more than 20 23 times, times. yeah, yeah. The most that's never happened had. before that's never yeah. happened um okay you say the writing's bad you remember all the quotes clearly <laughs> though um oh,
0: just because it's some of the lines are funny
1: yeah okay i, was,
0: I mean i'm not gonna deny that it's just because i don't think it's great like a lot of the lines, it's not specifically within the, uh, the retellings of the story, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of the lines, like, outside the, the few stories, are just, like, they're bad, and they're also memorable. It's also such a short film. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, he has a valuable, a valiant sword fight, and then defeats him at the end. Um... And then the the wife's version of the story is that... Oh, and also in, in uh, his
2: version of the story, the wife has run away during the
1: fighting. Oh yeah, the wife has disappeared. He has no idea where she's gone. The wife's version of the story is that after um, she's been raped, the, the bandit leaves and she um, begs her husband for forgiveness and he's just given her this weird cold stare. Um, so then he, she asks him to kill her and then... She faints, I guess, and and when she accidentally stabs him, yeah, beautiful Um. plot. (laughs) (laughs) And then the art, the medium, reveals that uh, the dead guy is like, okay, so after this, okay, um, so there's a
0: medium too that no one questions, but I guess that's just a cultural thing. Yeah, um, she's she's going crazy. She has the voice of the guy.
1: The thing is, she has the voice, and also, why would she know what happened? You know, otherwise. (laughs)
0: No I'm not saying like I don't think she's a real medium. I'm just saying like that's just that's just there. yeah, yeah.
1: that's just casually in the film. I guess um, you know
2: th- th- I guess that happened back then. I don't know if
0: they actually got the voices of the It's guy. a cultural thing maybe <laughs> <where Yeah>. medians <laughs> talked about like, you know the words through like the dead people in perfect voice
1: so after after this, um the the medium uh, speaking with the voice of the dead Samurai says, oh, so after violating my wife. This guy's like, oh, you know what? I've decided I love you. Please come with me. And she's like, oh, well, you need to kill the husband because I can't bear to have two people having slept with me. And then the, the bandit is horribly offended by this and yeah. asks the samurai, <laughs> what should I do with her? Um, and then in he he frees him. And then I don't even remember She what like brainwashes
2: them into fighting each other.
1: No, no, no. That's the last one. Uh, he, this is the one where the samurai kills himself.
2: Oh, yeah. And then later on,
1: someone steals the dagger from his chest. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And then the last one, which is the one that I guess we're supposed to assume is what actually happened, because I think it's the most believable of the stories, is, um, everyone is a coward, and the wife is just like, you two are so stupid. You are supposed to, like, kill this guy for attacking me. Meanwhile, the bandit, you're supposed... Like, what are you doing? Why aren't you attacking my husband? You know, you're you're just a terrible bandit. Uh-huh. And they have arguably one of the funniest fights I think I've ever seen, where they're just, like, lunging at each other and then running 20 feet away. And, like, yeah. they they flailing swing about. once at with a sword, and then they're, like, flailing all over the ground. It's a really embarrassing uh-huh. fight. And in the end, uh, the bandit wins, and the woman runs away. Uh obviously there's discrepancies in all of these stories i believe that the last one is probably true just because it's like look here is the bandit is defending his own like honor i guess he's saying hey i was i was we had a great sword fight it was fantastic i definitely Mm -hmm. wasn't a coward
2: yeah and also like putting the blame kind of on the woman
1: yeah this the the woman would not want to reveal that she I assume if this is some sort of repressive society, she wouldn't want to reveal, yeah, I completely manipulated both of these people. Uh Uh-huh. And she's the only character in that scene that has, like, any drive or anything. And then I guess the dead guy would want to defend the fact that he killed himself or something. I don't know. Uh, That's not really clear. (laughs) But, um, so, yeah. I guess he just, the dead guy, the dead guy doesn't want to reveal that he lost in battle, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. That makes sense. Yeah. I feel like this is a difficult movie to talk about in in like any short form setting, you know? Cause I, yeah, maybe, but I get I why like this is just, yeah. I get why this is like revered as a movie. It just it, it is a just movie. doesn't <laughs> it, it just doesn't do it for me the way that like Ron or Seven Samurai does, you know.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And my my big fear is that I've discouraged Ari from <laughs> uh, watching other movies by this person. I mean, if who they're, this, if they're as
0: good as you say, I might do it, but I mean, this I've is... Seen, I've seen I, Seven Samurai. It's good. It's
1: good. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. It helps it's that just... they're shorter. Uh, Okay, well, well Seven Samurai is three and, and a half, half, half hours, hours long. Three and a half. it's three. God and half. damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's three you're hours 27 minutes. I'm
0: not going to spend three and a half hours watching something that Wes said was pretty good made by someone who... It's better than this. Oh wow! <laughs> hey,
1: I, I legitimately that's in my top that's in my top twenty. Actually, two of his movies are. I think I
2: gave it like an eight or a nine. It's just
1: it's like it's it's difficult to say why I don't like this movie when I love everything else he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you said you do like this movie.
0: I mean comparatively, like,
1: comparatively as much, you know. Because while I was watching it, there are moments that I'm like, okay, this is great. But then there are moments like before we see the reveal of the dead guy. And he's just walking through the woods, and there's two minutes of him walking through the woods. That was
0: so damn long. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Like all no Foley the work. It's just problems. music. Um, it's just these. Yeah, we don't hear like any woods. It's just I did like I did like, music like, for like four minutes. I did it like was,
2: like when it immediately cut to it, and it was silent. Like that was very shocking and jarring. But yeah. but yeah, they could have they could have like kind of faded it,
0: the noises in. Yeah. Yeah, because it didn't it didn't feel like an intentional like like effect for the viewer. Given the length of the time
1: i mm-hmm. I kind of get the same feeling watching this as I do like watching Stanley Kubrick's the killing where it's like, okay, I can see this guy has talent he's he's almost there you know uh-huh um, I have no
0: I can't cl- because I don't the know that jump, reference whatsoever the jumping
1: quality from the killing to paths of glory is comparable to the jump in quality from this to seven samurai like it is that much better you know uh-huh. um Okay, I don't but know. But this movie... I'm, like, struggling to talk about this. <laughs> no, Like, okay, We're off to so, a great start on season two, is what I'm trying to say. No, but, like,
0: okay, so this guy, he is just shocked. He's feeling more emotion than he's ever felt. He's mm-hmm. experienced something that's worse than any war that's ever happened through Japan because something happened. So yeah. he talks to this guy about it. So three people tell stories, which they're lying, and they all have very, like, relatively clear motivations for lying especially given their culture of the time and then he has his perfectly owned good story because he witnessed what happens Mm -hmm. and then there's a baby and there's no reason (laughs) for him to be confused i mean i understand maybe if he's upset because he witnessed the murder but like that's that's it he he maybe he got the knife because he thought he could he didn't want to tell anyone because that'd be bad and then he does at the end for unknown reasons Actually, I think there might have been a reason why he told his friend at the end. I don't know. Well, it's because the, I mean, the guy
2: in the rain accused him of doing it. And he was like, "I, I did it." Yeah.
0: He's like, "Okay, yeah. you caught me. You accused me, so I have to admit, yes." Uh huh. As as <laughs> the so if, as
2: the guy in the rain steals the kimono from the baby. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, it makes no sense why he is confused and why we had to watch a bunch of different stories. Like, okay, it's a it's and it's an adventure, right? I understand the like the directing decision it's a cool story we got to go through all of them but in terms of the character there's no reason why we had to go through all that Mm -hmm. you know t telling those stories why is he confused because people lied
1: so i have a question then do you have an issue with like the way the story is presented because i i think it's really fascinating to see okay the same thing repeated from three points of view
0: you know, yeah, it was cool, and, I, and it was interesting to see how, you know, like, the fight scene actually went, or at least how he perceived it, versus, mm-hmm. you know, how it wouldn't have went, so like, mm-hmm. how like the band would have wanted to present it to it be said. Like, it's cool and stuff, and maybe more movies could, like, try that, you know, mm-hmm. like, more different perceptions of it, because actually I don't think I've seen a lot of that in film. But I mean, I feel like it takes all the significance. Like, why did I watch all this? Like, why do I care now that because you knew it the entire time, and now there's a baby <laughs> for some reason. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: Yeah, I I feel like I don't know. It's just I I adore some of his later films like way way more than this. You know, yeah. and if the characters
0: had... weren't even that interesting to be honest. Mm-hmm.
1: If I had chosen like. Like Ron as our movie of discussion, Ron, gorgeous, fantastically acted. It's it's still got actually, if I if I can, I'd like to make a defense of the acting style in these things. Yeah. Um. Well, it's it's like German expressionism all over if we, again. Isn't yeah, it? If we can, yeah. If we can, if we can defend German expressionism, I think I might be able to defend this. German expressionism. There's it's a silent movie. They got they gotta overact. You know, this stems from, like, Japanese theater, you know, where they have these archetypes of people that, you know, there's the exaggerated comedic character, there's the the stoic samurai, there's the wife who's just yelling at everyone. And I think that in the actual crime, those three actors are very exaggerated, whereas the woodcutter and the other guy and the guy that finds the baby, like, they're they're comparatively very normal, you know? Whether or not the guy is... Like, oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened. Like, that's just a line. His actual uh-huh. performance, I think, is very subtle, you know?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I think that's an intentional... it's Because m- they're telling subtle. Stories, I'd say it's, it's very... I wouldn't
0: say it's too subtle. Mm-hmm. I mean, the monk was pretty subtle. But, like, I feel like he was aggr- almost aggressively mournful. I mean, he wasn't... He might seem subtle because the react- reaction that he's portraying is not one, like, of a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he wasn't subtle at all. Like, in terms of, you know, expressing that he'd seen something that bad, like, that bad. And mm-hmm. also the mixed, like, express, like, German Expressionism, everyone was like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where in this movie, it's like, there's some people, like, the monk was, you know, acted well. He was mm-hmm. not in it a lot. But, like, I, I totally bought the character where, you know, I mean, it doesn't feel like it's his own thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And also if 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 I have more a spotlight to talk about the characters... Please. (laughs) Um, I feel like like the samurai himself was memorable, right? He he had some character development and I feel like I could remember him as maybe like a unique
1: character. I feel like the The, bandit's pretty memorable too. That's what I oh that's what I meant to say. The the bandit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did I say? I'd say so. You said the samurai. Oh the samurai had no fucking character. Yeah.
0: Matt Matt He just doesn't
1: like his (laughs) wife, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Man, man, man's got no character. Mm-hmm. The wife kind of got some character, but then again, not really because... She has three contrasting characters. Exactly, they're contrasting. Yeah. And since each it's such a short movie and each one's going for such a short time, I can't really, like, I don't... When I think of her, I don't know what to think. I don't think of a character. Mm-hmm. And the guy telling the story, it's his, I mean, his, like, rationales are some of the main reasons why I don't appreciate the movie that much, so I can't really like him. So I think... My favorite character is a freaking guy who doesn't talk the monk, <laughs> which is upsetting yeah that or that or of course the uh, actual bandit, which I think did overact, but you know all right and I was even in terms of like the folly, I know this isn't folly, but I was just hoping that they'd at least get at least give the police like a peanuts won wah wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Because it sounded like, oh, you're asking no, see, this question? Ari, Here's Ari, the answer. Oh, you you're asking this question? They're
1: explaining it to you, the audience.
0: Yeah, but then they're putting questions in my mouth instead of answering them. <laughs> yeah? Like it's, like, it's like, like, okay, this is how it went down. They're like, oh, you want to know how it went down? oh okay it's like this it's like <laughs> don't, don't point, do this of, point of view me. you're a japanese police officer yeah. in the 1500s and yeah explain it to me like because they obviously know what questions i'm gonna ask just mm-hmm. answer them how you would to a person instead of pretending like i'm asking them
1: mm-hmm. yeah all right sure so what do you guys
0: think about the movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i
2: don't know if we, if we i think we've gone over like the story stuff and i think we all like yeah. kind of critiques of that but like Let's talk more about the formal elements of the film. The I technique. think it's a very great looking movie. You know, I think the I lighting think is, is very well done. I agree. Um, um, it's
1: yeah, the, the same cinematographer. Um, okay,
2: actually, to go back to the story, actually. So <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> okay, wait. <that's, laughs> okay, this is a minor thing that I just remembered, but it's like, we never find out how the bandit got shot. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Does, does He get? He does get shot, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's like, it looks
0: like the same arrows that he stole.
1: Yeah. So I, I like to imagine he just somehow he, like fell on the. Yeah, or my he interpretation just, is so. that he drunkenly fell on them. Okay. Because he, he, just d- he does say that. he fell off the horse. Uh, no, he says he doesn't. He didn't fall
2: off. He, no, he says he didn't fall off the horse. The bandits. Yeah, says he didn't. but that's what he says. The guy who found him said he did.
0: The guy who found him yeah, says that, and of course he'd lie about that. we see. Set
1: up from the beginning that untrusty narrators. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's correct. It does. It does what it wants to accomplish.
1: Mm-hmm. it's just framing. that you know yeah framing it's like <laughs> yeah. Framing. yeah
2: it's good yeah it looks good it's well shot it yeah it, it must be it gorgeous. must be really hard to light it in like the middle of the jungle and yeah which is where they're clearly shooting uh-huh and the fact that they've mm-hmm. like been able to pull this off and like every shot looks like really good is great
0: it's amazing yeah. the only problem is sometimes like i acknowledge the beautiful shots like dang this is gorgeous and then two minutes later i'm still looking at him like yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah, but come on.
1: What about the music, Wesley? What do it, you have to say? Well, that was pretty good. About that? Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. It's yeah. it's not again. It's not Seven Samurai. It's not Seven but Samurai. I, I think it is quite good. And it fits. Yeah. You know?
0: Unlike <laughs> Marriage Story, apparently.
1: Yeah. Unlike
2: Marriage Story. Hey, I finished watching Marriage Story finally. It took me three weeks.
1: <laughs> um, so
0: Adam Driver. no let's get back to this
1: (laughs) so i i do think that there's like very good technique in this Mm -hmm. i think that it's shot well it's you know edited well edited well sounds good music wise um i i think the acting is fine i didn't really have any problems with that at all Mm -hmm. because the thing is from ari's point of view this is just how this man acts he, he's a lot more subtle in Seven Samurai. He still plays, like, the drunk guy there, but he, he's more subtle if you remember Wesley, right? uh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm more assuming subtle. also
2: in the one in the movie that
1: invented the blood spray, he's also good in that well some of the, the movies that aren't samurai movies like he's in bad sleep well and he's just playing a normal person in that you know
0: but i don't i don't understand or know about any of these movies
1: yeah okay sorry <laughs> yeah uh-huh i don't really know what else to talk about like it's a really short yeah. movie you know and if if Which Ari didn't nice. like it there's not much I, that we can say
0: i mean it's not that i dislike it it's I just don't know. like it
1: sounds to me like you didn't
0: like <laughs> it. i mean because like it's easy to talk about the things well, that you so, don't so like. So, here's the thing. you get to thing. poke at them. But, I like, mean, the beautiful things, like, the beautiful shots, I can say, oh, that was done perfectly. I don't know why, because, you know, it just, it just, you just feel it, you know, a lot of times when you watch a movie, you just, like, you get those feelings. But when it's something is bad, oftentimes your mind puts together, like, this, wh- like, why. I, like, you understand why you didn't like something. A lot of yeah. the times, but not yeah. every time.
2: And I think, like, the big thing is that, like, Kurosawa here, like, does what he like he's able to convey pretty well what he's trying to get across it's just i think our problems are that we don't really like what he's trying to get across yeah but in terms of like give like given you know if he was just like if he didn't write this uh and he was just given the script i think that he does a good job of conveying it because mm-hmm. all the technique is
0: there I, I yeah i feel like i i it's a really cool points to highlight you know and it's a really, really valid point that I think a lot of people don't consider. Uh-huh. That, you know, eyewitness testimonies are absolute horseshit.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: But, like, you know, I feel like... And I think it was done in a cool, interesting way. It's hard to make... Tell a story three, four times and have it interesting all times. And he uses the other ones to make the other ones more interesting, mm-hmm. which is cool. And I, I feel like it's sometimes it could be hard to appreciate you know that you know the fact that we weren't boring after watching the three same time three times same sorry same thing three times and entertained through it you know that is impressive and like i really appreciate that
1: you weren't bored during the film no, no i was yeah, not bored was, except it was, it during this is a very brisk pace yeah.
0: no except during a few times where yeah. we're looking at him walk through the forest or just the rain yeah. for too long i think right. i think he is but the pacing good at, is good
1: yeah he's very good at pacing his films Seven Samurai, despite being three and a half hours long, does not feel its length. It uh-huh. feels maybe two and a half hours long. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's probably why I thought it was two and a half hours long. Yeah. And, yeah. like, Ron, Ron is long, too, and I didn't know that going in. Um, like, I had forgotten how long it was, so when I sat there for three hours watching that movie, I'm like, oh, I thought we were only halfway through. <laughs> like, that uh-huh. went really quick. So, I definitely, I, I think objectively, he is a master of his, of his craft. Um, and I feel bad that we've picked this movie to introduce Ari to it. That's like don't feel bad. It's like introducing someone to like Todd Phillips with Joker. It's not indicative of of the rest <laughs> of his work. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you say that's the case, then again, again, I could watch more of him. But I feel I just, just don't like wanna, you well, know,
1: a lot of those movies are really long, and I don't want to force them on you. Yeah. Well, Maybe someday. It, but
0: maybe someday. Yeah. Ron is but, I mean, incredible. He's good at making movies. He just needs to make me care about the movies. Like he needs to tell me why I should care instead of just discrediting everything like in this movie. Uh huh. Was was uh, this my... a
1: good recommendation? Do you feel yeah. you've wasted your time? No, I don't no. think so.
0: I think it was a good recommendation,
1: no. yeah. Yeah.
0: If it was three and a half hours long, maybe uh-huh. <laughs> but I I feel I feel like three and a half hours long version is just like 10 different versions of no, the story. No, I thoroughly like enjoyed talking about this yes. film and I enjoyed watching it. It's just, I'm it's glad just, that I watched it.
1: It's weird to me that like you know, favorite director and I've somehow managed to pick maybe the movie I like the least of his movies, <laughs> you know. I could watch Yo any day, I think. I
0: Well, I mean, it does have cultural importance like as you were talking about initially. Yeah, like,
1: cuz I this is the reason that the foreign picture award exists like i can't say that uh-huh. definitively because i can't find that cited anywhere but it starts they start that award up pretty soon after this movie won
0: yeah i mean yeah i just i feel like i might agree more with the japanese than the americans on this one i'm curious as to why the uh, american
1: audience like this one so dang much so i can actually read to you kind of what the japanese response was um so it won two japanese uh film awards and it did well at the box office there but the critics did not like it once it started getting good reviews in the west japanese critics were like what why so uh-huh. they came to the determination that american audiences were like "Ooh, exotic you know and that's the <laughs> that's what i would have guessed so yeah was this like the first like popular unique. one in, in the west yeah yeah i and mean like they I probably think... like
2: "Ooh, samurai like this is cool people fighting but with swords but the thing is
1: like so the way kurosawa was kind of influenced is he because um, he lived in occupied japan in his childhood he had wanted to be a painter and um what year he, again uh what, what decade like in the 40s and 30s and whatnot okay i guess definitely the 40s for occupied japan uh-huh. But <laughs> allied occupied japan they wouldn't or they wouldn't allow Japanese films to show, so they'd show, like, westerns and stuff. So that's why he grew up watching. And you right. can definitely see, like, western influence in this. Yeah. Which I think is really funny, because he ends up... Influencing westerns. Like, Yojimbo. Westerns yeah. Uh, Fistful of Dollars is literally a remake of Yojimbo. Like, it is the exact same story. Um, and that's obviously where Good, the Bad, and the Ugly comes from, is it's an, it's a sequel to that oh, Okay,
0: that's the movie that I have heard of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. I'm we like lost our for a 52. Bit there, but it feels now like Yeah. Well, even like Hidden Fortress is the basis for Star Wars. Mm. Like Ah, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars. I got <laughs> that one. You know that one. There you go. Yeah.
0: Is an influential man, Ari. This one made Star Wars. We have him to yep. blame. Yeah, it's his fault. <laughs> Ari's like not Dude. another thing I don't like about it. yeah i hate knowing uh it came from this i hate star wars episode 7 more now (laughs) you mean episode 9 8 sorry 8 8 is the (laughs) one god damn it god damn it so
1: yeah is that all we have to say about that movie then
0: um possibly if you guys are done yeah i think so it might be all right i mean i'm okay with having a shorter episode after you know yeah i mean we've had some pretty long ones lately Okay, so it looks like we do not have any questions. So we snuck in a little dirty data storage corner, you know, against the rules, which was nice. I feel My so favorite bad, part of the episode. It so, yeah, so dirty. I mean,
1: that's actually why I didn't do. That's why I didn't commit to the uh, to the data storage. Commit to the bit. Yeah. Commit
0: to the bit.
1: So I'm hoping that with these season two episodes, we can start actually answering questions on a more regular basis, even if it's just one or two per episode. Uh, that requires the viewers to actually leave questions though. Maybe
0: they're not sending questions because he's so damn sassy about it.
1: (laughs) If, If I'm super nice I'm sure I'll get less questions than we already do. We're opening questions to the Instagram where we still have them on the subreddit. I know people listen to this podcast because we regularly get views, but all of them just suddenly disappear when we ask them for questions. No,
0: now they're gonna feel you're you're, you're guilt tripping them, yeah. aren't you? I
1: am guilting them into leaving questions. Come on, we gotta you're we gotta feed ourselves. your own person. Ari, Ari has to feed his six children. Listener, you're
0: your own person. Don't <laughs> think about one, it about him? like <laughs> don't think yeah. listener don't think about it like your do anything. Just think about how much you <laughs> want data one. storage <laughs> corner. And Thinking then how post a, a comment it. post we a We don't question. have
1: questions But we do have a recommendation from Lucan Woo! If you two would like that
2: well, well let's hear it first Hit us with it let's hear it first I think
1: it's an int- We don't even have to talk about it a super long time In the next episode I just want an excuse to watch This movie uh, Lucan has recommended that we watch the original Robocop I'm not quite sure why <laughs> but He's asked us to do it Would you two like to watch Robocop
0: How long is it
1: Oh my god, it's three and a half hours long. Um, <laughs> let me look it up. I mean, it's, kinda... <laughs> it's probably shorter than two hours. I'm glad that I was the first to give a recommendation that Ari doesn't like. Ra doesn't count. <gasps> okay. <laughs> why? Uh, why? Yeah, wait, why? <laughs> he liked that less than this. He, you were the
0: second person after Wesley to recommend something that I don't really <laughs> love.
1: It is an hour and 40 minutes. That means you're next Ari. Maybe. Maybe okay. Oh, we no. either will or won't, and if we don't talk about it next time, that's because we didn't watch it. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: you'll you'll know by you see, you see the uh, title of the podcast yeah. next mm-hmm. time.
2: And if yeah. you're only coming for RoboCop, then we don't need you. Yeah.
1: But if you're not coming for RoboCop, what movie are they going to come for then, Wesley? Ooh, that is a oh. great question, Nick. <laughs> 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 okay, Ari. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you start with that? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Ari, yes. I hope you liked this foreign film that we did. Um, uh, I, I, it's
0: nothing against foreign films. Yes.
2: Well, that that's that's great to hear. That's that is great to hear, Ari. Because boy, do I have a film that is from another country here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it also a Japanese director that we have seen before? <laughs> it
2: is not. No, it okay. is not, Ari. No, this uh, this is a movie um, that, you know, is... It, Nick knows what I'm going to recommend because we've talked about this. Oh, um, no, no fucking way.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, okay. Actually, I don't know where this is going. This is going one of two directions. Okay.
2: Um, basically, Ari, you are probably going to hate this movie called Stalker. Straight yes, out okay. of the United States of Soviet Russia. I'm scared. Um, I'm so scared. Wait, what
1: are you? (laughs) It's the United Soviet Socialist (laughs) Republics. Yeah, that's what I said. It's a Soviet film.
2: Yeah, it's a Soviet film by By Andrei Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky. None of us have seen this film, Ari. Um, Why did I pick it, Ari? Because it's post-apocalyptic. It looks pretty. Why is this directed at Ari? Because he's telling me. (laughs)
1: uh yeah i'm telling this i'm telling all right post, why did, postpone is devolving into like <laughs> oh you think that movie was bad <laughs>
0: aw baby <laughs>
2: it's uh it's post-apocalyptic it looks very good um and there's a video game series based off of it that is that metro terribly no it's called it's called stalker um god like damn the name it. Of the movie. <laughs> i thought it was the premise of metro is
0: based off a book series
2: um I did not know that. Yeah. Anyway, this movie is called Stalker, Post-Apocalyptic, Nuclear, Fallout, War. Um, this man makes <laughs> extremely depressing movies, so I am told, by Nick. Uh, so it is probably not going say, to be. I will
1: say, though, I've heard that Solaris is his slowest-paced film. Okay, so, so this it will not this be, will not be as that. slow as Solaris. Yeah. But
2: this movie is 2 hours and 40 minutes, so you might not want to watch RoboCop. But okay. Ari, But the, all jokes aside, um, I'm really excited for this. Look, this is
1: consistently regarded as one of the greatest films ever made. That being said, so Where do so you keep is pulling these
0: greatest films ever made that I've never heard of before? <laughs>
1: well, because you're not, I mean, like, by film critics, you know, people that, like, live to watch movies. I'm not uh, saying it's The Godfather. I'm saying it might be a little more obscure than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But,
2: yeah, I think that, you know, even, like, no matter what we think of this movie, there's probably going to be a lot of philosophical stuff we can talk about it. Yeah, uh, this is definitely yeah. gonna be a talking movie. Yeah, so okay, maybe um, we
1: don't. Maybe we don't watch a RoboCop <laughs> for the stalker episode. <laughs> okay, we're saving RoboCop for later. Yeah, it's
0: about to save. Ari's worried about long movies. This one, as is long, long as no one puts their hand elbow deep inside a cow, I cannot it, guarantee I mean, anything, Ari. God, yeah. I have
2: not seen this movie yet, but yeah, I have. I have high hopes. I've oh. seen some screenshots. It looks gorgeous. Um... Then, yeah. If Ari like just doesn't film.
1: show up for the next episode, I'll completely understand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. It, I, there's a good chance I'll like this movie. I'm nothing against foreign films. We will see. I, we will sometimes see I can no. appreciate a long movie if it can yeah. entertain yeah. me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well. I'm not yeah. the biggest fan of depressing things that are depressing the whole time, but you know, there are some sad movies that I've enjoyed. There are many, mm. I think. I mean, who knows? I don't know. This
1: probably won't be sad in like a like sad to watch way. It's probably going to be depressing as in we live in Soviet Russia and everything is bleak. And, and there's okay nuclear ha-
0: fallout and the surface yeah. is, like, unlivable. I just moved to Indiana from California, so I can relate. <laughs> I'm just messing. I love it here. I love it here. For all of my Indianians, <laughs> my Hoosiers listening. Go Ducks. <laughs> this is um... the
1: strangest episode of this <laughs> podcast.
0: Uh, but, yes, they
2: filmed in real... real... What am I talking about? This? I don't know. By...